Welcome to the BYOK Live, where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real life topics. Okay now, lovelies, let's get into some things. Hello, hello, hello. It is September 20th at 10.36 p.m. And this is another episode of BYOK Two Cents Live. How is everyone doing today? Me, I'm doing pretty good, pretty relaxed. I know I'm not, I'm not loud. I'm just really relaxed, really relaxed today. Um, we had a really long show yesterday just talking about everything um, that was going on. I do have some updates from some of that stuff, which we'll just briefly go over. Um, so yeah, so yeah. So I um, am pretty silly if you haven't caught on to that. Um, and so um, I wanted to do like little sound bites for like certain things that's going on, right? So for one, um, I like the SpongeBob, this one right here. One eternity later. I actually used that one yesterday. Um, that wasn't part of that video. I actually did that. And then another one when people are like, like, what? Are you serious? Like a shock factor? I don't know if... Um, I know most people that listen to me is my age range. So you might remember the um, Erica Badu music video on and on when she took um the lady i think that was her stepmom or whatever um tablecloth and she made like a dress out of it and was singing in the juke joint so anyway so anytime there's a shocker and i remember about this this is what this is what i'm gonna when i want to play that was my favorite part of that whole video and i still say that in the song like when I hear the song, I still think of that because that was like, I know that ain't my type of girl she got on. So anyway, those are little song bites, uh, sound bites that I did um, with some free time or whatever. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, also, welcome. Welcome to BYOK. Um, it is, if you want to subscribe to the mailing list, you can go to www.beyourownkind.com. Please follow me on any of my social media platforms, including, um, I was at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all Be Your Own Kind 24. Also, if you are on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the notifications button, hit the like button, hit all the buttons. <laughs> if you are on Twitch, please be sure to follow me. Also, if you like what you see and you just want to, to donate a little bit, you can. Um, it's a tip of matcha tea. And you, um, it's $3, I think is the minimum. So it would be um, coffee.com backslash be your own kind 24. So ko-fi.com be your own kind 24. So I think we got all of the advertisements out of the way. So you know what that is. Let's play the song. I rested for majority of the day. So the topics that I have today are just pretty kind of short and to the point. Um, yesterday, I kind of covered like the bigger things that were going on. And so this, this, this is a chilled two cents, you know, because yesterday was kind of heavy. If you want to get into yesterday, you can always find it on all your, on your favorite podcast, um, platform, or you can find it on YouTube or you can find it on Twitch. So, so let's get into today. So this student loans have kind of been like the biggest, like, thing out there like topic out there right so everyone you know is excited because people can i think get forgiven up to like 10 20k off their student loans so a lot of people are really really excited about that um i want thanks to um courtesy of queen of petties 
JT on Instagram. Um, she had a site saying student loan forgiveness. Don't miss four upcoming dates. So I was intrigued. What are these dates? So um, October 2022, which is 12 to 42 days away, um, application for student forgiveness will be released. The Department of Education is recommending everyone apply regardless if you have automatic forgiveness or not. So they're saying just do it anyway because you never know if you are applicable for it or not. So why not? The next thing, November 15, 2022, apply for student loan forgiveness. By this date, there's a four to six week turnaround for forgiveness. Doing so will ensure you receive your loan discharge before regular payments resume and interest begins occurring again. So whatever is going to be like chopped off or cut off up top, it's pretty good. It's, it's not pretty good, but pretty mindful for you to get this in. So you'll be so when interest is accruing, it's off of your latest balance and not your um, previous balance. The next one, January 1st, 2023, if your entire balance is not erased, interest will begin accruing again on the remaining balance and regular payments will resume. December 31st, 2023, final deadline to apply for student loan forgiveness. I say just start with the first date in October, get it out the way. Um, whether you think it's applicable to you or not, it never hurts to just apply for it anyway. So, I thought this was just some good information to share if you have student loans and and you want to see and tempt and try to get <laughs> some of this money cut off i say um nothing beats a fail but a try so i'm definitely on that i'm definitely definitely on that um i know a lot of people still feel a ways about you know um taxpayer money going towards paying off loans but i mean our taxpayer money goes to so many other things but i just feel like people pick and choose what they're upset that the tax money goes to but anyway if you are if you have student debt um just fill out the forms and see what they can forgive you know why not <laughs> so now we're going to do some updates on some past um stories that we went over probably in the last couple of weeks or maybe a little bit further um so i get to hit my little spongebob soundbite one eternity later oh my god it's just the little things that make me smile right <laughs> so here we go with um cardi b is this the right one again overnight fame go out the way to bullying strip no 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 this is not what I wanted to talk about with Cardi B, but what I was going to talk about Cardi B is that she actually has went forward with garnishing Tasha K's checks. Um, I guess she's sick of Tasha K, so she is going forward with that. I don't know how this link got caught up on it, but let's see what it says. Um, it says, you can tell that a lot of these girls that are having viral songs are regular girls next door that are getting overnight fame, and y'all go out, y'all way to bully them and strip their self-esteem off. Um, I don't know who she is referring to with that, but um, but maybe so. I just feel like sometimes you can't get famous and you could grow so fast that you're not prepared for it. So when you grow, when you go viral, it happens overnight because really you're playing like video roulette. Anytime that we post a video on any of these platforms, you don't know which one is going to take. And when it does and it takes off fast and now you got to keep up momentum and you have to keep doing this. I talked to someone today um, 
was it uh, yeah i talked to someone today offline and she was saying how you know she did a video and she went viral and she she cut off her tiktok because she wasn't ready for that type of exposure it was too much you know but what about the people that keep up with that then then they have to deal with the with the world you know because there are a lot of bullies in the world and it's even easier to do it behind like a blank profile picture so um what are your thoughts on that so i'm gonna read the comments because i wasn't prepared for this this is the wrong link by the way but um this person says people definitely go out their way to be bullies on the internet it's crazy and really is sad anything for a viral moment and then someone said she can definitely relate yeah cardi has been bullied you know and she's also you know have bullied so you know and like like i said like when you go on viral you have to deal with all of those comments and stuff like that some people just cut their comments off because they don't know what the person's going to say and people have said some bad things to me so it doesn't even matter sometimes if you're viral if somebody see it and they want to say something hateful then they just do they just they just do so um that was not <laughs> oh here it is here it is i don't know how that one got in there but this is what i wanted to talk about um, Cardi B moves to begin garnishing Tasha K's bank account over $3 million old following defamation lawsuit. As we saw yesterday, like Tasha K was just kind of like taunting Cardi B and just doing the most. So I think Cardi B is like, okay, that's enough of you. So um, speaking of bullies, right? So Cardi B moves to begin. Okay, we read that. So, according to documents obtained by Radar Online, Cardi B has filed paperwork in Georgia to begin seizing property and assets owned by YouTuber Tasha K, who made defamatory claims, defamatory claims about the rapper, including falsely accusing her of having a, um, an STD and being a prostitute. As previously reported, the up rapper won a $4 million defamation verdict against Tasha K, aka Latasha Kibi, after the jury sided with claims that the YouTuber waged a malicious campaign in an attempt to hurt Cardi's reputation by sharing false information about her online. We're, we're, we know about this. So then they're going back. Okay, let's get to January 2022, honey. So in January 2022, Kibi was held legally liable on three separate claims defamation, invasion of privacy. Which is kind of ironic because that's the name of Cardi's um, album. Through portrayal in a false light and intentional infliction of emotional distress, she was ordered to fork over one million in general damages and two hundred and fifty k for medical expenses for a grand total of one point two million dollars. The YouTuber was also ordered to pay one point five million in punitive damages and another one point three million for Cardi's attorney fees. Wow! And so all of that, um, pretty much. Uh, equal to four million i don't know how they got to three million um but yeah it went from four million to three million anyway she's garnishing and she she's about to take it which i don't know how much that cardi will actually be able to take because tasha has been making moves like she has been changing names she um she switched over names of her house and some of her property and things of that sort even um going as far as allegedly moving to africa no one quite knows where if she's in africa or not so tasha knew that this was going to happen and so she kind of prepared herself for it so i don't know how much cardi is going to get like i said it's not even the point of her needing the money it's just the fact of shutting tasha k up this ain't gonna do nothing but make her talk more if we know her pattern so uh so yeah so yeah um i am missing you know what i didn't save any of the stuff that i wanted to talk about about uh so anyway um the other follow-up was uh, we talked about last week tiffany haddish and aries spears um the pending lawsuit tiffany went ahead and settled 
And so the mom was just like, you know, Tiffany is like a, a long friend of ours and she didn't mean to put our kids in any harm. And so she dropped the lawsuit. So that means she got cut a pretty big check. So my only thing with that is if your kid went through that and you know that it was some type of emotional damage, why not continue on? And so it kind of feeds into, you know, the whole, were they extorted? You know what I'm saying? But Hmm. So um, the, the lawsuit is dropped. You know, the mom, you know, is, is happy with what happened. And I think maybe she just wanted Aries and Tiffany to hold themselves accountable. I'm not sure. But um, that nightmare is over, at least for the mom. But as far as the reputation of those two comedians, they're going to have to do a lot, a lot to, um, yeah, to repair that. That's, that's a lot of repair. Um, and before we get into... Um, another topic, let's jump into some of these commercials. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. People often think anxiety looks one way, but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting. I know about this feeling all too well because at a point I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn that I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You have the option of talking with a therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions, plus you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over-obsessive thinking. I did it afraid, and I took that leap to talk with someone, to later learn that it was going to be okay, and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge, anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K. That's betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K because you deserve it. Yes, yes. Even even if you think someone else, you know, um, and just want to try out therapy, you know, you can just try it out for that month. You can get 10% off if you use um, betterhelp.com backslash B-Y-O-K. Like I said, it's turning into the fall, turning into the winter. That's when seasonal affective disorder is at its highest. So if you are aware that your mood drastically changes when the season change, make sure that you talk to someone. It doesn't even have to be with BetterHelp. I'm just, you know, um, referring them, but just make sure that you're talking to someone and you have some type of tools um, aligned to survive, survive that season. And let's do another commercial. It all goes down at the coldest winter ever fashion affair. Happening on September 25th at LTV Events in Hazelcrest, Illinois. Tickets are available now on Eventbrite. For more information, call 779-324-2177. This event is brought to you by the Black Exchange in partnership with Fluent Radio. 
All right, all right, all right. This, this, um, the fashion show is right around the corner. It's actually five days from now. It's like the twenty. Man, September just went by so fast. It was just September first yesterday. Or was it just me? Wow, I just happened to notice the date. That's crazy. But if you want more information on the fashion show, just dial area code 779-324-2177. This will be held in the Chicagoland area. Who you heard talking was one of my partners, um, Miss Michi. And the fashion show is my another my other partner, partner, Fluent Radio. I feel like my tongue just get all twisted up when I'm live. That's crazy. So our next um, topic, Detroit has a win. Now, Michigan rarely, like anytime you hear about Michigan, their water, something is going on in Michigan um, where it's just never a triumph. But here today, we can talk about a triumph. So um, courtesy of the Washington Post, Detroit wins grant to remove interstate that wrecked a black community. Let's get into it. So Detroit's Paradise Valley was a buzzing nightlife district home to jazz clubs and hundreds of other Black-owned businesses. Then urban renewal plans launched after World War II and the digging of a highway through the area displaced more than 100,000 residents. Today, almost nothing of Paradise, Paradise Valley and the neighboring Black Bottom area remain. For years, excuse me, Detroit leaders worked on a plan to fill in the highway trench turning Interstate 375 into a mile-long boulevard. On Thursday, the Biden administration announced it would give Michigan a helping hand in the form of a $105 million grant. The award is the biggest step the administration has taken towards helping to remove an aging highway, fulfilling in one community at least a goal the White House set when it announced infrastructure plans early last year. Detroit Mayor Mike Dugan said the federal money will shorten the project's timeline by two years. He said the effects of the highway being built were felt across the city and have echoed through three generations. They in intentionally wiped out the whole district and laid the freeway in a way that displaced thousands of people, Dugan said. What we like to knit the community back together. Um, transportation, was it, where am I? The very, uh, wait, wait, wait. oh, Transportation Secretary Pete, I'm going to say this wrong, Betty Ging joined Dugan and Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer to announce the grant Thursday morning in Detroit. We have seen examples in many communities, including here, when an infrastructure decision serves to divide and we raise this issue not to wallow in it, but to challenge ourselves to do something about it. And now we are putting our money where our mouth is. So the grant is one of the 26 awarded Thursday under $1.5 billion program called Infrastructure for Rebuilding America that was expanded under the infrastructure law. The program has typically been focused on helping to move freight and boost the economy, but the Detroit Award shows how leaders at the Transportation Department are using funds to pursue uh, priorities. So this is good news. This is good news. This is very good news. They're saying the highway opened in 64, running between the banks of Detroit River and Interstate 75. Officials now say it created a barrier between the city's downtown and the neighborhoods to the east, harming predominantly black communities that were shut out of investment opportunities, which was probably the purpose of them breaking it down in the first place. Let's be honest. You know, um, hey, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Aiden. <laughs> 
Um, like many of the nation's original interstates, the highway, its interchanges and bridges are reaching the end of their lifespan. Rather than replace them, the Michigan Department of Transportation has decided to move them. So I'm going to be on the lookout for this. I can't wait for this. This is really, really excited. And I actually want to do like dig more into Paradise Valley because I've never heard of that. Um, here's a fun fact. I was actually born in Detroit. I wasn't raised there. I was born in Detroit, raised in Chicago. Um, so I don't really know too much, but Motown when it comes to um, the actual city of Detroit, and that is my birthplace. So I do want to look more into pa Paradise Valley. Um, maybe we can talk about that in depth in another um, in another show. Um, but I just wanted to share like the good news because that's a win for Michigan. Like I said, Michigan rarely get a win. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really excited. Kudos to them for that. So Shein, we love Shein. You know, Shein, well, I love Shein. Shein has low price clothes where you can still look fashionable and most of it fits. And I'm, I'm very shocked by that. Um, but they, you know, they sell jewelry. They sell all type of stuff there. Now they are promoting Afro buns. So it's the picture. I think it's the picture for me. Like <laughs> the hair texture the woman everything about it is wrong and so you know social media never bites his tongue it never it's a fool all the time and so it says social media reacts to fast fashion brand Shein selling six dollar afro buns and using white models for listings you know where is she in even station like that's a really good question let me see uh where is she in headquarters It just depends on where they're at to why this could possibly make sense. It is has a headquarter city of industry, California. Uh no, that's that's no excuse. I thought they were like overseas China. Oh, it was founded in 2008 in Nanjing, China. The company is known for its affordable price apparel. Yet and still, they could have did better. They could have did better. No excuse. Let's keep going. So, um, courtesy of Hollywood Unlocked, um, while the fashion site doesn't necessarily call it that, they call it short, curly, synthetic hair buns. Users are um, Twitter you on twitter cut through the fancy jargon and calling them out i mean basically they are they're afro ponytails right so taking to her own twitter personality jesse Wu shared screenshots of the listing on the fashion site site and captioned the post Shein is selling afro buns now it's in their period ah period ah section so um, this person said the before and after of the curl sponge. Then um, the comment said, well, stop shopping there. These buns look like they come with the, this product might cause cancer tags anyway. Anything that's ours, they have to have. It all started with wanting our body. So we know how that ended. So so Virgo Sunshine just came for it all in the comments. Um, they said Shein needs a, a multicultural marketing manager. They may actually have one. I think they were just trying to take some pictures and call it a day. But this was like a terrible, terrible way of doing it. It's yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 a terrible way of doing it. So I went on Shein just to see if it's still a thing because you can go on their search and see if they're even um, selling them anymore. And it looks like they changed their picture. So I just want to go there. Um, they're not going to stop selling it. But I think it wasn't the fact that they were selling it. It was the fact that that picture was a fool. So here is a little short curly synthetic bun. 
and when you go there they took that lady out so now it's just the bun yeah so they removed the picture so that's 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 step one but then you go down and you you see things like this like what what is that that's a hair bun that looks like straight yarn doesn't that look like yarn it is yarn that's not a oh no they just they just threw through yeah yeah they need to have a meeting about this so they took the one off that went viral but they just said the, the hell with the rest and just just kept it going like like this 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 don't even match her her hair texture at all no it, it doesn't uh, they might just need to just show the bonds uh, i don't know this this is just i mean this is the most matching one that i could see um yeah, I don't know. I mean, Shein is known for their clothes. They're not really known for hair, but representation is everything, right? I mean, she she got it, and this is somebody, um, a customer, and, and this is how it looks on her hair. So she she made it work, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Yeah, they, they might need to do better when it comes to these bonds because that was a fool. That definitely, definitely was a fool. Let's get into a commercial until we get into the next topics. Y'all, it's your girl, Miss Michi, checking in with my girl, Renita, from Be Your Own Kind. You know that's my sis. Make sure that you tune in every Thursday to The Blueprint Live at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, live on Facebook and YouTube. And then you can catch me on Florent Radio, Philly Jams 95.3, Indie 101.5, and Mixed Talk Media. And I'm available anywhere that you listen to podcasts, okay, and your radio shows. So get on it, okay? Let's do this. I love to connect with you and promote what you got going on let's get it if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the blueprint live visit the bpmediacode.com today okay 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 if you want to follow miss michi on ig it's at miss michi um and if you want to email her if you want to do want some voiceovers need some business consulting um need her to actually advertise your business or your event on her um show or even me rather but we're talking about her you would go to contact at missmichi.com yes and for me it's info at be your own so you can get double you can get double the advertisement right um so yeah so thank you for um thank you for my partner she is super awesome she has a show every thursday at 6 30 p.m central time so get into it get into it speaking of getting into it this fan went for it this fan went for it she was around enrique iglesias and she was like yes today is the day i'm gonna go for it so they says enrique iglesias fan got a little too friendly during a meet and greet and forgot all about his wife oh he married he did he did he 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 definitely he definitely is holding her yeah he he got caught and then he remembered like oh yeah oh yeah i'm married you see, you see how he quickly so they said Enrique Iglesias and his wife Anna have been together for 18 years. She's gorgeous. The couple started dating in 2001 after meeting on the set of his escape music video. They are parents to one-year-old twins, Nicholas and Lucy. She's gorgeous. But I think he just got caught up in the moment. You know, the fan just went for it. She's like, I don't care if you're married. Come on, fans. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was like super hilarious. Like she's like, yes, today's the day. She shot her shot. She she did a an M&M. You only get one shot, you know. 
So um, I thought that this was super cool and I just wanted to go over this. It's, um, it is the self-care wall courtesy of them on Instagram. And I loved these, um, these affirmations in these letters. Have you ever written a letter to yourself like now to your 10 year old, to your 10 year later self or ever wrote to your inner child? That stuff is so therapeutic. So therapeutic. I think, I think that you should try it if you haven't. It's so therapeutic. So, um, on, on this, they're, it looks like they're just writing love notes to themselves, right? Because, um, down here, you, you see that you're the most fantastic person you'll ever know. So why not love on you? You know what I'm saying? Like, why not love on you? So the first one says, dear me, I know you are scared, but you can handle this. Love me. You can handle this. You can get through this. The next one says, dear me, don't fall back into your old patterns just because they're familiar. Love me. I love that. And then the next one is, dear me, say I love you to your friends sincerely and often. Love me. And I love this one because life is short. Life is short. You talk to somebody one day and then the next, they're gone. They're gone, you know? So it's good to make sure that we show admiration and we show gratitude towards the people in our life because our time is limited here. Our time is limited. And then another one says, dear me, do what makes you truly effing happy. Love me. And I'm on that path right now. Um, when I realized that, um, even though it was evident and probably pretty obvious that we only have one life to live, it really hit me like, yeah, we only really have one life to live. So why live it miserable? Like, let's live it with happy. Let's live it joyfully. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's do this thing. Like, we're, let's live this thing called life. So I loved these four um, affirmations. I thought they were so encouraging. And like I said, you know, um, loving on you it kind of projects to you loving on others. So I just thought this was just super cool. And I just wanted to share, share the little fillies with you with that. Okay, so we are on our last topic. This show is really going quick. Uh, probably because I forgot to put the links to some stuff. <laughs> but I held you for two hours yesterday. So maybe this levels it up, right? So um, I think we can just play our last commercial and then get into our last topic. Okay, okay, okay. She is also launching, Cynthia J. Design is also launching her uh, Fall in Love collection on September 25th. Get into it. Make sure you subscribe to her mailing list at designsbycynthiaj.com. So our last topic is about a movie that I have yet to see, but I keep seeing things about it. It's The Woman King. The Woman King. And we know that the lovely Viola Davis is talented. And she's intensely talented. Like you, you believe any role that she plays, you believe it. You believe it. Like she is incredibly talented, incredibly talented. So Ernest Owens says, we did it. Woman King debut at number one at the box office with $19 million opening with an A-plus cinema score. Director Gina Prince-Bywood became the second Black woman in U.S. history to achieve this. Translation, more Black women-centered films directed by Black women. What an accomplishment. What an accomplishment. So in the comments, we have people saying this is great. If you haven't seen it, try to see it. I think I'm going to try to see it this weekend. Um, this person said corny, manipulated headlines and skewed numbers, but those are Twitter facts. We always have 
a cynic. Then it says it costs $50 million to make. Let's get second and third viewings this week. And um, then someone said, didn't two white women write this movie? And then someone was happy and said, yes, 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 yes. The Woman King is spectacular so much do that I went Saturday and Sunday. Nice. And then somebody said, do your research and be careful if you don't know the story. So we're going to get into the controversy because with, with every triumph, there's some type of controversy. But I, I like to highlight the positive, you know. And so they're saying that that woman was BS. Those women sold slaves to the white people. They whitewashed it as they do everything else. So we're going to get into it. So director Gina Prince Bythewood. Let me see. Gina Prince Bythewood. She is indeed, she's a black woman. So they're saying where the writers, she wrote and directed um, Love and uh, Love and Basketball, which I totally loved. I totally love Love and Basketball. So um, I don't know. I don't know. She, I don't know. So let's, let's get into the triumphs before we get into uh, the controversies. And I want to watch the movie. So um, because I want to support so it's saying, do you guys watch The Bear? The Bear is super awesome. Um, I can't wait for it to come back. Anyway, that's off the subject. So <laughs> courtesy of Variety.com, it says, Woman King stars Viola Davis and Julius Tennant talk box office victory and defend film against historical critics. We have to take license. So as the filmmaking team for The Woman King travels to Brazil to promote the historical epic, Viola Davis and her husband and producing partner, Julius Tennant, are celebrating the success of the film's number one debut at the box office, grossing $19 million. The film had its world premiere at the Toronto Film Festival on September 10th, followed by opening in theaters one week later. It's one of the rare films where critics and general audiences given it a similarly positive reception with a 95% critic score and 99% audience score. So that's what it says about pulling an A-plus cinema score. So David emphasizes that the story, The Woman King, can connect to all audiences, not only Black women. So they're saying that there are... Uh, there was a sense that our stories aren't universal and can't reach the white man or woman or Hispanic man or woman. Davis tells Variety, I feel human stories are for everyone, not just black consumption. Just today, Davis says a white woman asks her, does it surprise you that your story could reach me as a white woman? She says, no. She says, I know my story can reach you as a story can reach me. The only one it surprises is you. So they're going through, you know, everything that she's been through, um, all of the films that she's been on. And so um, I'm trying to see what else they have to say about it. So Viola Davis said, I feel like I never doubted the woman king would land because it landed with me. It landed with Gina. It landed with Julius. It's an undeniable, powerful story. The way we see numbers today is not the way we see the numbers. I think people have a tendency to say we only represent a certain percentage of the box office. We know black women. We know there's going to bring people they work with, spouses and families, and come back five or six times during the weekend. We are an industry that doesn't see the power black women have at the global box office. So um, she's saying that this, she's saying that it's made for everyone. It's not just made 
um, for black women. And so there is a hashtag boycott woman king. It popped up over the weekend, which we'll get more into in a minute with people who felt it doesn't address the Naomi kingdom's involvement in slavery. We don't see that type of complaint when a Christopher Columbus movie is released that doesn't cover cultural genocide. What do you have to say to those that feel it leaves out those parts of history? Viola said, first of all, I agree with Gina Prince Bife of saying is you're not going to win an argument on Twitter. That is facts. We entered the story where the kingdom was in flux at, at a crossroads. They were looking to find some way to keep their civilization and kingdom alive. It wasn't until the 1800s that they were disseminated. Most of the story is fictional, fictionalized. It has to be. So that isn't true. Oh, so that isn't true based off of what she said, correct? All right. So let's keep going. So this is why people are upset because they felt like it should have depicted what it what it really was or why why choose it all. You know what I'm saying? And so Tennant said, we now, we are now what we call edutainment. It's history, but we have to take license. We have to entertain people. If we just told a history lesson, which we very well could have, that would be a documentary. Unfortunately, people wouldn't be in the theaters doing the same thing we saw this weekend. We didn't want to shy away from the truth. The history is massive, and there are truths on that that there are there. If people want to learn more, they can investigate more. So let's investigate more about the Dahomey um, kingdom. So let's see. Because, um, yeah, that's what we do. Just real quick. So, region, venom, according, blah, blah, blah. So, the kingdom was a form of absolute, absolute monarchy unique, unique in Africa. The king, surrounded by magnificent um, rent, retinue, was the unchallenged pinnacle of a rigidly satisfied society of royalty, commoners, and slaves. He governed through a centralized bureaucracy staffed by commoners who would not threaten his authority. Each male official in the field had a female counterpart at court who monitored his activities and advised the king. Conquered territories were assimilated through intermarriage, uniform laws, and common tradition of enmity to the Yoruba. Um, Dahomey was organized for war to expand their boundaries, but also to take captives of slaves. Slaves were either sold to the Europeans in exchange for weapons, Oh, or kept to work the royal plantations that supply food for the army and court. From approximately 1680, a regular census of population was taken as a basis for military conscription. Female soldiers called Amazons by the Europeans served as royal bodyguards when not in combat. So this is what everyone is upset about. So Gizu heightened the splendor of the court encouraged the arts and refined the bureaucracy. His armies freed Dahomey from the humiliation of paying tribute to oil. Um, after about 1840, however, the kingdom's fortunes changed as Britain succeeded in putting an end to the overseas slave trade. Gazoo accomplished a smooth transition to palm oil experts. Slaves, instead of being sold, were kept to work palm plantations. Palm oil was far less lucrative than slaves. However, in an economic decline followed by Jesu's successor, when the French won control over Porto Nova and Continue and attracted coastal trade there, commerce of Wida collapsed. So this is the 1800 um, collapse that 
Viola Davis was talking about. So basically, um, they sold their own as slaves for weapons to fight in the war. And then in the 1800s, when Britain took over, um, instead of selling slaves, they just kept the slaves that were there already, you know, as slaves and just told, and had them work um work on the plantation so this is the part that must have been omitted out of the movie that is causing huge controversy and that was courtesy of Britannica if you're wondering where I read that at so here is um basically probably what we just read but movie critics are calling for a boycott of Viola Davis's new film The Woman King and blast Sony for whitewashing history so movie critics are calling for, okay, I said that. Some moviegoers are calling for a boycott of Viola Davis' new film, The Woman King. The film premiered in theaters this past week, and we know the movie set off an intense debate on the depiction of characters. Many critics have given a cold shoulder to the film because of the whitewashing of history is portrayed. According to the critics, the African tribe, the Dahomey, as well as all-female military the agoji are presented as empowering when in fact they were heavily involved with the atlantic slave trade which we just read if you're unaware the dahomey was a tribe that captured and sold off black slaves to europeans in the 17th 18th and 19th century this was a good trade for the dahomeys until the british forced them to stop in mid 1800s it forced them to stop but they still had slaves working in the plantation which we read that a minute ago so the trailer for the film does not showcase any of this instead it shows viola training new recruits for the agoji and battling against white coloners in a showdown Unfortunately, this has caused many people to call out Sony for rewriting history and minimizing Dahomey's involvement. A few historians also believe the film blurs the lines by making the Dahomey look like victims of circumstance when they were willing participants. Nevertheless, others who've seen the movie says everyone should watch it for themselves before boycotting. And that's why I want to go see it. I want to go see it. This person here, um, the holy hipster said, I went to see it today and did not feel comfortable at all. The tribe was heavily involved in the slave trade and they twisted history and tried to put a positive spin on it. How can I feel empowered about a female army that worked to capture slaves and trade them to the Europeans? The movie was good, but my spirit could not connect. So some people who knew the, the history of the tribe just felt like it was fabricated and it wasn't it wasn't real um and so they couldn't really see the empowerment element that the woman king was trying to portray is what i'm gathering and so this other person said my friends had nothing but rave reviews i'm going to see it with my snacks i can't wait and then somebody just said just saw it with the missus and it was incredible in fact the movie produces a scene where the king acknowledges contribution to past evils only to vow a change of course and repentance my favorite line if you want to keep a people in chains you must convince them that they are meant to be bound um, I wonder if critics actually saw the film before speaking against it. Probably not. That's why I want to see it. And this is why I'm not giving a personal opinion because I haven't seen it. So our last, um, I just want to see if this article is going to say anything else that we've already read. This is courtesy of New Sun. Um, let me see if there's anything. Oh, look at her. Viola is just, oh, I love Viola Davis. Um, Viola and we know 19 million. 
cool with the Agoji soldiers. Um, it's just saying that the epic drama tells a powerful story of the Agoji soldiers, a fierce 16,000 strong female warrior unit that protected the West African kingdom of Dahomey between the 17th and 19th centuries. So I think we went into this. Uh, Viola, she plays um, the army's fictional leader in the buzz. So they created, they create, like they just said, they, they added some like, some fabrications in there to make it entertaining. They say Prince Bywolf's riveting film celebrities the are going for their powers and strength, but a few history buffs weren't too pleased with the way the movie appeared to whitewash the homies' dark historical involvement in the Atlantic slave trade. Um, critics accused Sony and Gina of whitewashing. We saw that. Um, Antonio Moore on TikTok was like, time to boycott the Woman King movie. The film is about the homie and Benin that traded slaves in the transatlantic. Um, another user accused the Hollywood big was of glorifying and whitewashing the truth behind the Dahomey's involvement in the slave trade, while a third user criticized award-winning actress Viola Davis for participating in the film. And this person said, if you're a Black American that cares about your ancestors, boycott the woman king. I don't know Viola Davis' motives for going through with such dishonest and shameful movie, but the woman king let it flop, which it didn't because it grossed 19 million on this first weekend. The Dahomey fought to uphold slavery in Africa, just like the Confederacy. Because people were currency um, for, for, for many years. They still, they still are. Um, imagine celebrating a revisionist account of your history by turning slave traders into superheroes. Our ancestors deserve better. We deserve better. So when people knew this story, um, people that knew this story was just seemed like they were just in disgust. And they said, on the other hand, a few film, a few fans of the film argued that Prince um, Bywood and Sony did address the Dahomey's controversial role in the slave trade. Some social media goers claimed that the historical fact played a large part in the film's storyline. So this says, spoiler alert, I'm not going to read that because I want to see the movie. So I'm going to go through that. And this person was saying they were moved. It was an epic war movie full of raw emotion, full body performances, and masterful action sequences. It does not try to gloss over the slave trade or the role it played in the kingdom. I think they were highlighting more so the strength of the the military the all-woman military versus the background of and their participation in the in the slave trade um this is me talking for the people in the audio and then this person says yes i sure did go see the woman king of the third time it was good so it's mixed reviews like some people liked it and some people didn't if you saw the movie just let me know like what were your thoughts on it did you find it empowering did you find it like it was whitewashing and just trying to eliminate like an important facet um of history let me know i really would like to know your thoughts well that concludes our show that concludes our show um, I always start a little bit later on Tuesday because I believe last Tuesday I told you I have um, I have a nice session with a group of women where we just discuss our week. Um, it's, it's called Select. If you're interested in that, just let me know and I'll give you the information on that. So that's why I started a little late today. Um, as always, if there's anything that you want me to talk about, let me know. And I can look it up beforehand and we could talk about it. We could talk about it, give our opinion and things like that. Um, if you are on YouTube, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. If you are on Twitch, please be sure to hit the follow button. Um, and you can follow me at BeYourOwnKind24 on Instagram, um, Twitter, and TikTok. I think I forgot an advertisement. Oh, here's one more before we go.
Hey lovelies, it's your girl Nita and we have items for pre-order. Grab your inspirational kitchen sets and your uplifting shower sets today. You have until 9-25-22 to order these items. So get it while supplies last and as always, be your own time. So Christmas shopping, it needs to start because you're going to look up and it's going to be December. So if you're interested in anything or just want to start buying gifts, inspirational gifts, please head on over to www.beyourownkind.com backslash shop. Okay, that's all I got, everyone, until tomorrow. Um, I'm so excited because I just finished an interview that will be published on Friday, and the mini show will actually be published on Thursday. So this will be a full week of publishing. So I'm super excited about that. And until tomorrow, have a good night's rest, and don't forget to be your own kind and be kind to each other. And until tomorrow, bye. Wait, okay, I'm ready. Bye. Bye. <laughs>